Well, welcome back to Tangent Land. I'm your host, Brendan Thomas Farrington Lorello. Season two, we made it. We, just like anything else, like TV shows and sports, Earth, Salt and Pepper, Cumin, uh, we have seasons. So, super excited to be back making audio only. And you all are seriously in for some laugh. <laughs> I mean, there is some good stuff coming your way in the in season two. And what better way to start off the season than with a special guest? <laughs> That's right. You may know him. You might love him. His name is Yash. Just a little backstory for you. Yash and I were neighbors growing up, uh, and then we became friends. And we're not neighbors anymore. So that just shows how strong, how our friendship our friendship goes beyond the neighborhood, if you will. And for all of you visual learners out there, um, his name is Y-A-S-H. I'm going to start doing that with all of our guests so you have that visual piece of how the name is spelled. But um, everyone, please welcome welcome Yash. Yeah, I like that. I, I don't know if my name is too intuitive in the way that you would spell it versus the way you pronounce it. So yeah, definitely have Yash on the podcast. So Kathleen and I were recently at an Airbnb for a ski trip. I literally did the same thing like one day no. ago. Wait, yep. were we at the same Airbnb? <laughs> no way. No, I mean, we we're in different states, but that would be kind of crazy. If there was like an upstairs and a downstairs and we just like were in different different Airbnb rooms, there was a shared bathroom and we just used it at different times. <laughs> there was a shared bed. <laughs> we just like conveniently really- missed each other every time. I guess, yeah, we might have missed each other. I don't Were you in Colorado? No. Okay. Well, yeah, very that. far from there. So it sounds like we were at different Airbnbs. <laughs> Probably. Glad we cleared that up, though. What was your Airbnb like? Uh, it was pretty good. It was like in a building. So the elevator was very small and it took a while. And it was just like there was just one elevator for like a whole like a really big place. So every time you'd go up, we were on the eighth floor, it would stop on every floor every single time. And that, even on the way down, like to the point where we only took it down once because we were like, OK, let's just take the stairs. It would go be down. funny if when you went down the stairs, you had to travel as a group just like you did. In an elevator. <laughs> so yeah, like you was- had to stop at every floor <laughs> of the stairs and wait for people to come with you and yeah. travel as a pack. <laughs> There's just so much traffic that you have to stop at every floor. Yeah, that would have been unfortunate. So if you're new here or if you're old here and you just need a refresher, this podcast is called Tangent Land. And the whole point of the podcast is to go on tangents into land. True. Literally. And so what... Sorry, go ahead. No. We pull up a random word generator. We generate random words. And then we use those words as jumping off points for random conversations, hypotheticals, fun fun things. Um, so we'll go one word at a time. So when a new word comes along, you'll hear new word. Well done. And that will be your indicator that a new word is coming. It's weird how it hasn't happened yet. Yeah, I would assume that pretty soon we'll hear that. There it is. You you can edit that part after you say the word, if you want. I might keep it going a little more. All right. New word. Invite. Invite. You like that one? Um, I wouldn't say that just yet. Let me think about it a little more. RSVP. True. What does that stand for? I don't know. It's just way too close to RSPCT. Mm-hmm. Find out what it means to me. To me. Yeah. No, no, it is pretty close to that. I've never really made that comparison, but. <clears throat> it's like RSVP. Mm-hmm. Someone should do a remix to that. That would actually be a really fun way to invite someone to your party is if you mm. remix that song. 
I think you need a few more letters, though. Yeah, it's the beat is going to be off. R-S-V-P. Yeah, that's pretty good. I guess just elongate some of the syllables. R-S-V-P-D. I feel like they might not even know what the song's about at that point, because it's not very clear what you're even saying. <laughs> yeah. Wow, what does that stand for? Should I look it up? Uh, We could give it a guess, right? Yeah, let's give it a guess first. Respond soon. V is tough. I knew we would run into this problem. Respond soon via phone. It's better than mine. Yeah. I was gonna say I was gonna say respond soon very promptly, but that's honestly just saying the same thing twice. Is it? That's way Kinda. better than mine. <laughs> okay, <laughs> my bad. I didn't want to one up you there. No, you definitely did. All right, you're gonna look it up now. Yep. This is gonna be the one of the few times in Tangent Land where people are actually learning something. So every episode from here on out, we get one lookup. We get one Google.com. Where we can look up something. I like that. And this is this is the one that we have right now. Um, this is like not the most satisfying answer because it's actually based off a French phrase. And warning here, uh, we're gonna start to get a little factual. Yep, get ready. So it's a it's a French phrase that I'm afraid to say. There's a lot of reasons I don't want to say it, but it basically means respond if you please. I think you said it pretty well. Yeah, well, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't say the French part. So I was also thinking about when you get invitations in the mail. Do you ever get excited to get things in the mail because it's so rare now? When I get something in the mail that doesn't have like a a limited time offer only for you, Brendan, anything that's not that really exciting, like a handwritten like Brendan Lorello. Yes, that is is so nice. I I like I can't even relate to that because I don't even know the last time that's happened to me. Like a random cousin's wedding invite, maybe. Which, like, to your point, regardless of who it is, I would be so excited to get that. Could have easily been an email, but it just came in, like, a long, lost, forgotten form of communication. It makes you feel like the person sending it, like, did a lot of work. It almost makes you think for a second that they hand-delivered it, like, across the country, even though they probably just went to the post office. But it does require a little work. Like, you have to look up their address, write it down. Oh, so much work. You usually have to like ask someone else, hey, do you know what Brendan's address is? And then you have to get a stamp. You got to find a stamp. True. Lick the envelope, maybe. True. I forgot about that. Wow. Our kids are never going to know the feeling of what an envelope tastes like. No. Can you imagine if you had to like taste every email that you sent? (laughs) It would probably like reduce the amount of spam you get. (laughs) All the spammers had to like taste the emails. (laughs) And spam is like taste really bad. Yeah, it's like tastes worse than a normal email. <laughs> tastes like spam. New word. Squeeze. Squeeze. Um, I thought about how freshly squeezed orange juice is a lot better than like store-bought. Have you ever squeezed your own orange juice? Um, I think I tried once and I realized it was not worth the squeeze. The juice was not worth the squeeze. I think that's like an expression people use in like the corporate world. Really? I just used it literally. Yeah, it's like, oh, should we waste our efforts here? Nah, the, the juice is not worth the squeeze. <laughs> should we make this spreadsheet and deliver it to the leader to leadership? <laughs> no. The juice ain't worth the squeeze on that. Wow, I just felt like I was in a large corporation. <laughs> when I was saying that? Yeah. That was good. New word. Spare. Why is it that cars only have spare tires but not not spare anything out? Like, what about a spare steering wheel? Yeah. I think that would be pretty helpful if I, my steering wheel stops working. I'd say that's probably, like, the most important thing in a car, maybe. Yeah. Spare engine? Think about that. 
Spare glove box. Yeah, not as important, but I could see the need. And also, if your tire breaks down, guess what? You have three other tires. You go, you only right. got one steering wheel. The choice that all cars have a, just a spare tire and not a spare anything else just seems totally random. Do you think if your steering wheel broke, you could use your spare tire as, as like a steering wheel? Wow. I, I'd never thought of that until now, but yeah, I guess so. Oh, maybe that's why there's a spare tire because you can use it in two situations. Or maybe there's more we're just not thinking of. I'm sure it's just called a spare tire because it's actually a tire, but maybe it's not meant to always be like replace a tire. Maybe you can replace. It could be like if your seat breaks, you could sit Mm -hmm. on the tire. Right. Yeah, I think the word spare holds more weight than tire in this case. (laughs) It truly is a spare tire. They should capitalize spare. And lowercase tire? (laughs) Is it already lowercase? No, they should definitely lowercase it and probably change the font as well. Maybe italicize tire. <laughs> just so it's like even harder to read. <laughs> Do you think anyone's ever used a, their spare tire in their car to for like a difference for something other than their car? Like a mm. like one of those like obstacle courses that has tires? Yeah, I was gonna say tire swing. I bet someone's definitely done that before. That's actually a good idea, a spare tire swing. <laughs> true but why does it have to be spare well if you're doing it with the spare tire then it's a gotcha. spare tire swing that could be a good business model it'd be hard to make a business out of that though because everyone already has a tire you don't have to buy anything <clears throat> yeah i don't know what we'd be selling necessarily but it was a good thought i think it's more of an idea than a business <laughs> <laughs> i don't see any way of making money oh you're that. right you just and tell people like hey you, you know you could make a tire swing out of that and they're like oh thanks <laughs> New word. Report. Oof. Tough word. (laughs) (laughs) I just mean tough word to like make light of and not talk about like a report card. You mean like tough word because like reports are hard to write? (laughs) No, I just mean like tough word. That's like, I don't know when you like when you hear that word, it's usually a tough situation. The lab report. Yeah. I mean, is there any good situations with the report? Uh, reporting back. How's that? I mean, that's like pretty neutral, I guess. Not yeah, it's specific either. Anything. New word. Jar. Pretty straightforward word. I feel like it's appropriately named. Like you look at that and you're like, "Yep, that's a jar." Makes sense. That's what it is. I thought it was specifically a cookie jar. I feel like it's something that maybe a lot of our parents had, but I mean, I I haven't even thought about buying a cookie jar. No, I, I'm not like oh. Uh, I gotta if, when I get in, move into my new place, I gotta have my microwave, a toothbrush, and a cookie jar. Yeah, cookie jar wouldn't even be in like the top two hundred things. <clears throat> like, why wouldn't I just eat cookies out of the packaging? What is the point of a cookie jar? I think it's just to know that like that jar is always gonna have a cookie in it. Yeah, like you don't have to be like, oh, what's not really sure what the jar is gonna have today. Like, if you just call it a cookie jar, you know that only delicious cookies will be in there. I'm just wondering, like, what the actual use is of a cookie jar. Like, why was it even invented in the first place? If it's a homemade cookie, those are the ones that go in the Mm. jar because they never had a packaging. It's the way to store it, you know? Okay. I'm just outing myself right now because I'm not a baker. I don't really bake that often. That thought didn't even cross my mind. Remember the jars that would have, like, guess how many jelly beans? Oh, yes. I love those. I will say it was always more than you thought. Always. I don't think I've ever overguessed. Because it would be like jelly beans, and I would guess like an outrageous number, like 600, and it's like 3,000. Like, it's something that I would not even like, think of. 
Yeah, but over time, the more you guess, aren't you like, well, I remember last time it was 3,000, so I'm going to guess like 4,000 this time. Or do you just always guess low because you're just... I think I just I just always get stumped. Like the visual of it always stumps me. I think it's not being able to count that gets me. I feel like people go through stages where like one, like one time they'll try like counting how many jelly beans are across and then counting how many are up and trying to do some like multiplication to get there. Yeah, that was that was one of my go-to tactics, but I was so wrong when I tried that, so I stopped. I am very bad at guesstimating. Like I'm always like terrified if I, if I would ever get on prices right. Like I feel like I would make a fool of myself on that show. I think I would fare better on Jeopardy with trivia than I would guessing things. I mean, it's all guessing, but you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah, it's guessing amounts. I guess the good thing is we'll never be on that show. Because you have to kind of want to be on that show to even be on it. It's not like jury <laughs> duty. They're just going to like send it in the mail. Like, yeah, you have to come on Prices Right right now. Right. It's such a very unreasonable fear that we have. Wow. I got to go eat a snack because I just burned some burned some calories having a good time. I'm also going to have a snack after this. What are you going to eat? Not sure. I haven't decided. Oh, I know exactly what I'm having. Let's hear it. Rice cake with peanut butter on top and then banana slices. Uh, I could have guessed that. You ever put any like honey on top of that or no? No, I feel like that's just too many ingredients at that point. Like, are we making yeah. a salad? <laughs> so true. At that point, it's basically a salad if you have more than three ingredients. So like with every episode, I do the outro music with the guest because it's just a fun way to wrap things up. And the guest has a lot of fun doing it too, as well as the host also as well too. Same. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll start us off as I uh, typically do, and um, we'll close this uh, We'll close this episode out. Out, 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 tangent land, closing out, tangent land, to close out, tangent land, close out to tangent land, close out to tangent land, close out to tangent land. That was so good. I, had no, I couldn't jump in. It was like literally so good. Didn't want to ruin it. Mm-hmm.